listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. So one of the things that I always hear people ask is how long should my podcast be? And we had this conversation. As long as it takes. <laughs> we had this no. conversation when trying to figure out these. And I think what we said was 15, 20 minutes. And I think we've been right around 20 minutes every time. Right. Right. And we want it to be easily consumable because we're setting it up like a, like a book. It's like a big encyclopedia. Yeah. You, you want to find a subject matter. You want to find something specific about that subject matter. You want to be able to search it up. You want to listen. You want to find the answer. You want to move on. You don't need a two-hour podcast on how I sell ads. Instead, you're looking for something specific. You go and you find it. Well, it's, it's like one of those YouTube videos, right? If I need to know how to fix the gasket on my, my uh, dishwasher, okay? I don't want an hour and a half dissertation on the history of gaskets on dishwashers right. and, and the materials that they're made out of. I have this piece of rubber in my hand. What the hell do I do with it so that I can get back to washing the dishes and go on with my life? So, you know, it, it's all a little bit about kind of what the end game is. So if I'm making a YouTube video on how to replace a gasket, I probably want the thing to be like five to 10 minutes tops tops, because that's the person that's what the person has time to invest in. So we talked about 20 minutes for these, because again, we know kind of what we suspect people who are going to listen to these want to get out of it. If you are not a subscriber, you noticed you were able to get this episode for free. I unlocked this one. I'm going to leave it unlocked. I figure if you're trying to figure out, do I want to spend $5.99 a month on what these guys have to say, I should at least give you an episode you can check out. You can hear the format, you can hear how we interact, you can hear a little bit about how we approach each subject. What Ed's talking about there is that we have divided up our library of shows in the chapters or sections. In fact, I, I separated them in the seasons if you have a podcast player that looks at things from season to season. We want to make this as sortable as possible for you. So right now, like current chapters, as I'm talking to you, we have create, where we're talking about how you set up or adjust your studio, how you do your podcast. This episode is in the create section. We have a revenue section. How do you make money podcasting? We have a legal section. Ed's a lawyer. We can talk legal matters and know what we're talking about here. We have an expert at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar. We have a business section. I'm a small business owner. Podcasting is my business. If you want to go that route and you want to make some real money podcasting, that's what that section's all about. And then we have a section on audience growth. And that's because everybody wants to figure out how do I get more listeners? And there may be more sections that are added by the time you get to this, but we started off with a solid five when we launched at the beginning of 2023. Officially, there was a soft launch at the end of 2022, but then we launch in January. And for $5.99, Every month, you can cancel any time, you get access to all of those shows, you get access to our weekly show, you get access to any bonus material, you get access to us where you can reach out and ask questions, you have a subject matter, we can do a whole show on it, and as you said, we do it in 20 minutes because that's what makes sense for this format for this show. Now, the rest of the shows on the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network, which is the network that I run and that I own and that Ed is a part of. Those have a specific format that's not 20 minutes. Right. We actually have a branding, like, slogan, because all of our shows are 30 minutes long. It's 30, 30 minutes, minutes of good. good. If it's the Pirates podcast, it's 30 minutes of bucks. 
For Bucks in the Basement, for the White Sox, it's 30 minutes of socks. We go with 30 minutes of. We run the hashtags, we throw them in there. We have other branding hashtags, but we've always stuck at 30 minutes. And I've had a lot of people ask me why. And this is advice I've given out for free on other podcasts before. This goes back to, in essence, my time on the radio. There's a lot of science behind why I'm doing 30 minutes. And we can really go down like the rabbit hole. But what it comes down to is a conversation I once had with a program director by the name of Frank Bell. And Frank worked for all kinds of big uh, radio corporations. I want to say he was with Cumulus for a while. Uh, He was with Key Market at the time that I was one of his morning guys. And I was working. Frank knew his stuff. Yeah, I was working at 100.5 Womp FM. Frank knew his stuff. He hired me and decided Ed was not good enough. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Frank knew his stuff. Frank knew his stuff. I'm sorry. It's uh, true, though. Yeah, it's it true. It is. But Frank, okay. Frank really did know his Frank, stuff. Frank knew his stuff. So one night I go out drinking, as you do when you're in your early 20s and you're single and you're the number one morning radio guy in town and you don't have a girlfriend. In West Virginia. And I'm out and partying and, uh, you know, buying beers for 50 cents because, again, it's West Virginia and everything's super cheap out there. And it's like I'm a millionaire. Like I was making, I want to say I was making $32,000 a year. I had a condo over the Ohio River in the nicest neighborhood of Wheeling with three balconies overlooking it. And I was paying $600 a month. Like (laughs) I bought a stick of deodorant for like 40 cents and it was like 2000, 2001 when I'm out there. We're not talking about like some dark ages here (laughs) in the forties or something like that. It's in this millennia I'm out there and that's how cheap it was. Now it's not because they've got gambling and fracking and there's all kinds of industry out there and the prices have come back. But back then, man, they were dirt poor. So anyway, I'm out there having a good time. I get up the next morning for my morning show. I'm just blowing the show off. Like I really am. I didn't do enough prep. I got in at like two o'clock in the morning and I'm back up at four. I might still be inebriated and I'm going in and I'm doing the show. So I've run out of things to talk about. And I take like one of these prep sheets because this is a dirty secret about radio. Radio stations pay money for services to send jokes to DJs. And topical information. And they still do it because there's a radio station here in Chicago that I hear use it all the time. The DJ is so bad in his delivery that I know he's reading off a sheet. Right. So they still do it. And I go with some like off color joke bit that's already pre-written out. Like in case of break glass radio disc jockey morning guy, use this to get to the next song. And I use this thing. I get off the air, I'm hungover, and here's Frank Bell standing in the lobby. He drove from Pittsburgh to Wheeling, West Virginia. It's an hour drive. He's there. I'm like, hey. He's like, I was thinking of taking you out to breakfast. I go, oh. And I'm thinking this is like a social call, right? Get out to breakfast. We sit down at a place called Eaton Park, which should be called Park and Eat because you park before you sit down and eat. <laughs> right. I was okay. just going to say, wait a minute here. And I'm sitting at the Eaton Park along the, uh, the Ohio River there, and he, we order our food. And as soon as the waitress walks away, his smile goes away. He looks at me and he goes, so do you want to work for me or should I just fire you right now? And I go, what? And he goes, I've got your station on in my office as I'm flipping between all the radio stations that I listen to. And I'm telling somebody up there about how I got this DJ that's down there doing morning radio. Who's killing it in his early twenties. He's got no budget. 
He's number one in the town and you got to listen to him. And I hear you use one of those sheets of paper with the stupid jokes on it. And I'm not paying you to do that. And if that's what's going on when I'm not listening, you're fired. And I'm like in shock sitting in the chair. Like I'm just absolutely. You you just thought you were getting eggs off your boss. Right. I was like, I'm getting breakfast off my boss. I'm hungover. I'm instantly sober at this point. Like, oh no. Oh, oh no. And I'm like, I'm like, Frank, I, I, you know, I just screwed up. I ran out of stuff to say. And he, and he says the thing that is the reason why the shows are so quick and why they're 30 minutes. If you don't have anything to say, play a song, but I'm a morning guy. I talk. I don't care if the joke isn't funny or you've run out of things to say, or you've made your point and it only took you four minutes to do it. Even though you're supposed to be doing a 10 minute break, play two, three minute songs. Don't sit there and try to stretch it. Don't sit there and try to like to to add on to what you're saying because you're the star. You know, I mean, and I, he's telling this to a guy who could very easily feel like he's the star. I'm number one, 12 plus in the Arbitron book. That means in my time slot, everybody from the age of 12 and older put together in a ratings book. I'm number one. You're the top guy. I'm literally the king of the area where I'm at. And he's telling me. Well, not literally. West Virginia is not a monarchy. <laughs> But he's telling me, you're not as funny as you think you are. And you're not as talented as you think you are. Even though I have all the things in the world to back up that I am, you're not. Because when you run out of what you need to say, when the bit ends, when you don't have something, the song is more entertaining than you. Even though I'm a morning guy who plays like three songs an hour. Because I don't normally play songs at that point. I'm doing an entertainment show. I'm doing mostly talk. And... What I took from that is what I applied to when I started doing podcasts. There has to be a point where I've made my point. There has to be a point where it's time to move on from what we're talking about. And there's also a point where people get tired of listening to you. And Joe Rogan can have a three-hour show. But the number one thing I hear from other podcast listeners is it takes me four days to get through Joe Rogan's episode from Tuesday. Right. Because people are in the car long enough. We came up with 30 minutes because... Thinking of average commutes probably makes sense. 30 minutes is a consumable amount of time. It's the same as like a half hour sitcom. And it's something where we can get in, make the point, have an interview on all these shows, sometimes two, and get out. And if you listen to the shows, there's also sometimes separators where if a point ends, there's a quick musical interlude or we're jumping into a different type of segment. The idea of segmenting things and ending the bit when it is over and having the show end in a reasonable amount of time. So it's consumable, not only retains your listener through the show, not only makes the quality better, but if they really love it that much, they'll listen to one of the older shows that they missed because they still have time left in the car. And that adds another download. And that, exactly. adds, that adds more listener habits for you as well. Well, and, and like you said, there's some science behind it because even when, you know, as a programmer, I'm, I'm trained to think about my station in 15-minute segments, okay? Each hour is basically four 15-minute pieces. And, and the reason behind that is, is partially just the things you said, how people's listening habits go. And how much time does somebody have to devote to it? One of the biggest, you know, when I tell people that I do a White Sox podcast, the people who don't like baseball, when I ask them what the problem is, they don't have three or four hours to devote to a game. They don't have that kind of time to spend on it. So if they don't have time to spend on the game, how are they going to spend that time on us? Or if you're a baseball fan, you've just spent three hours on a White Sox game. Do you have another three hours to listen to me talk about it? Probably not. 
but in radio terms, when, when, you know, when we're talking about programming, thinking about it, we are thinking about the people who are turning on the radio to drive to the store, right? We're thinking about the people that are driving to work. We're thinking about the people. That's why you hear about morning drive times. And that's why a morning DJ like Chris, it can get away with more talk and more infotainment type of thing. Again, to go back to a buzzword than just playing the, those songs. It's why when I was programming a radio station and we were in a position to start making more money and we're in desperate need of making it, I could add a third commercial break that most people kind of forgot that I was doing. And it was partially because I knew that within those 15 minute segments, people would sort of forget that I already did one 20 minutes ago. Right. And so you, you have these ideas of, of how people's listening habits are going to be. You can be entertaining as all get out. And you got to think about, do people have the time? It's easy for us as podcasters to sit here and talk for three hours. Chris and I can go for hours, hours, ladies and have hours, hours. But we, you know, when we were doing the broadcast basement with, with, you know, our, our two friends and we're just sitting there telling jokes, we would sit down here for four or five hours at a time and just nonstop telling jokes and talking about stuff. And you're going to fall into that trap. You can talk for hours and hours and hours. Chris is looking at me right now like, is he ever going to stop talking? Yeah, Jesus. So let's get to the next part. Okay. Well, <laughs> 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 but the point is, is that not everybody has the time to listen to you. So you got to think about your downloads and you got to think about how people are going to consume it. And can you take that three hours that you spoke and turn it into three shows? One of the other great advices I got in radio that influences how I, I format a show, Man Cow Muller. He's been national. He's been in a couple of places, kind of a shock jock, right? Yeah. Got, got super conservative. He, and he was now like he's the more Midwestern like a, Howard Stern for yeah, a while there. Yeah, exactly. Like he and Howard used to tell off-color jokes. Now one of them stands on the uh, liberal side and yells politics, and the other one stands on the conservative side and yells politics, and that's pretty much where everything And they're running for day, president right? in 2030. Right, so. against each other, okay? And uh, anyway, I, I meet him in Minnesota at a, or it was in New Orleans. It was at some radio conference and he gives a talk about doing morning radio. And I ask him for some advice when I get him just for a few moments and tell him like, Hey, I'm a, I'm a morning radio guy. I'm 21 years old. I'm in a market that you're syndicated in. And he goes, are you beating me? And I said, yes. And he goes, good. Cause you're supposed to be. He was, he at least understood it. Like local should beat syndication all the time, right. but that's a completely different subject matter. But I said, um, how do you come up with four hours of programming? Cause I'm just every day. It's like, I got to come up with four hours of show for the morning show or five hours of show. And he said, cause I only do a 90 minute show. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, I do 90 minutes. Then I do the same 90 minutes. And then I do the same 90 minutes again. And yeah, there might be little variations, but the topic, the guest, the punchline that gets you out of the break, the basic show is 90 minutes repeated three times. And I said, how do you get away with that? He goes, says, nobody listens for four hours. And if they listen for four hours and they hear the same joke twice or three times, they love you so much, they're going to laugh every time they hear the same joke. Yeah, somebody who's listening to you for four hours worships at your altar. Right. And from that moment on, I started doing 90-minute shows right. three times. And my numbers went up. And I became more successful at what I was doing. And I applied it to podcasting by saying, if I can do a half hour show and you have a 45 minute commute, you're going to probably listen to another one of my shows. I'm going to get you twice in that commute rather than have you get 45 minutes into an hour long show and then hope you finish it and then justify to the advertiser who's asking me, are they really getting to my ad? Oh yeah, I'm sure they're listening to it. No, no, there's a far greater chance they're getting to your ad. 
because I don't deliver any ad past 20 minutes into a show. Right. I only need to hold them for 20 minutes. And that person pays a lot less than the person at the front end. So, I mean, because I understand that people drop off as the show goes on. So, again, it's your structure makes so much sense for how people consume things. And it also helps you when you're making money, which is really what I always come back to when right. we're talking about this. Right. So so you're saying that the end segment of, of our shows, is that why you always let me talk only in the last five to ten minutes? Yeah. Yeah. This is your time to talk. Go. <laughs> <laughs>